Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Real Firm Podcast. Thank you for joining, tuning in. Glad to have you. This week, it's uh, another solo one in my room, but it's alright because everything's good. If you're just listening, you can tune in and watch. If you're just watching, you can tune in and listen. Audio platforms, youtube.com slash at Real Firm Podcast. Um, today, uh, it's another one of those, if, you, if you're just listening, you're not, <clears throat> excuse me, you're not uh, missing too much watching because I'm just uh, in my uh, setup of computer desk live stream situation. Um, it's just, it's been one of those uh, weeks where we just have, it was a busy weekend didn't get to squeeze in a, a, a taping of this here p- program with uh, my boy Rockstar Life, One Word, Three Eyes. So it's just me. And uh, this time I'm not going to sulk in my depression or anything like that. Um, but I've, I've, I feel like I've th- thunk up, thunk? Th- thought, thought, thought up some interesting things to talk about that I can kind of riff off my own. And I have uh, the great and powerful ChatGPT podcast pal to back me up if I need it. But the topic uh, of this solo conversation is the importance of perspective in uh, music, in life in general, is that's a thing but for the purpose of this discussion music because i just came off of uh live streaming upcoming artist radio the thing i've been doing for like a year and a half that's kind of been going pretty well and all the just different thing it just gets me thinking and i write down ideas for classic youtube video type things but this is this is podcast so not the same but um i feel like this is a good space to just freely excuse me talk about it and um the uh there's so so there's two basic premises of oh that's the other context background context i also just came up if you're not in the universe of what i'm do what i'm mainly known for quote-unquote online in my microcosm of internet uh action is the uh listening to people's music and then picking my favorites from the week and blah blah and then i did finally did my yearly uh review uh, yearly recap picking favorites out of the top threes from all the weeks 48 weeks out of the 52 of the year that i've streamed last year picking the favorite uh my like pre-favorites from the top threes putting them into three categories 10 each into three different genres and then i pick 10 ultimately which is a hard choice in and of itself and then i had people vote on it so that that was an interesting outcome and then those artists like sent the link to their fans so they can vote on them so the interesting dynamic of the um <clears throat> how many people you can drum up 
excuse me, I just ate a bunch of food. Um, bad idea, but I had to. And I I started to um, think about like the the way that I the way that things the way that songs get to me the way they affect me and, and why I pick them as my favorites and Gamo is a very uh, I like to over explain myself or feel the need to be understood I have that issue where if I feel like someone doesn't get even if they don't ask uh, like when I do the live streams a lot and I'm probably doing it now as I pod, record this podcast I always feel the need to explain my the way I think and the way I behave as much as possible some kind of uh, psychological thing I guess but that's here that's another that's a topic for another discussion and so I I uh, uh, the 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 way I pick the things and, and all that and so so it gets me thinking like I tr in my scientist brain I'm like okay what are the metrics like what it because it's a psychological thing and you ultimately it's like feelings about the music that you can't really you just you just can't measure them until we get some kind of super advanced way to connect like neuro neurological physics quantum neurology something like that to uh really understand the response that a human gets from a song or any type of art any type of stuff like that that's everyone kind of views that's very subjective in that way what if any can i apply to explain why I like the things I like and I just have like a not a rubric kind of like a rubric but like a uh, at least a f general formation of uh, like w what what are the things that are making me like okay so let me let me get before I just try to yeah so the the two main things that I started thinking of <clears throat> are the uh, one, the the degree of impre impression, the degree of impression. So, like, how much something impresses you. It's like you see somebody like playing the guitar in a way you've never seen before. They're like shredding or just something, and you don't play guitar, maybe, and you're seeing like, whoa, that's that's fucking impressive. That guy's moving his fingers crazy. This sounds awesome. That guy's dope. But it doesn't really, it's just that's, and then that's just it. It's just like you're impressed. There's that aspect. And then there's the other as the other main aspect of the two that I narrowed down. And that's the emotional connection. And that's the hardest part to really measure and articulate. But it's that responsive, uh, um, how, like, this is moving me emotionally in a way I can't explain, or you, maybe you can explain it, but it's just, it, it hits you some way, some way in like this very profound way where you feel drawn to it in the music. And then, so that there's those two things that, and then, so as I'm, this is all, I'm all, I'm thinking all about this as, after, after, as I'm making, doing the, 
2023 favorites and afterwards was like just thinking about what, what like why if I were to if I had to explain this to somebody how would I explain it and it's an interesting kind of philosophical concept because you can have the you can have they're not mutually exclusive and but they can also overlap and it's is that what mutually anyway because you can so within the emotional part lyrics of a song can have can have a lot to do with that as well but you also don't necessarily need lyrics just like simple melodic patterns or chord structures elicit a specific response in your brain or you, you it's linked back to a memory when you first heard it all those kinds of things and then excuse me and then you can and then it just hits you like that and then on top of that, also the lyrics, you can hear the lyrics and it like resonates with your, with an emotional experience you've had before or you're actively having, which is even more potent. Like the simplest, the love song. I mean, there's a reason why people have, uh, that love songs are always very commonly the most popular hits of any given era is because it's so relatable. Everyone has some kind of love experience that they can relate to. So there, there can be, there's that lyrics aspect where it's like, oh my God, this is exactly this history. This, I, I feel this so much, this resonates with me. And then combined with that musical attraction of sound where, where it comforts you and it's just that you're attracted to it. So that's, and I think that's the most, that that's definitely the most meaningful part of it, which is why in the firm phase, I, I genuinely, I generally hold that the most, um, the, how, how I give it the most weight. And, and then the, the degree of impression is more of like the added thing. But they both work together. So when something really impresses me, where someone's like, in this in this world, it's it's a lot of rap, it's a lot of hip hop, that kind of thing. Not a not as much like real instrumentation, like people playing instruments. So the degree of impression usually comes from somebody singing really well or rapping really well. The flow is like we like wild, and they're 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 fat. They're really fast rappers, high tempo, high speed, whatever. And it'll be like, whoa, this is impressive that you're making this sound with your mouth. There's that, and then there's the, this is really making me feel uh, drawn to it, or, or I really relate to what the energy, the the emotional what what the singer the rapper is what the vocalist is what their own emotional whatever it is turmoil happiness whatever feelings they're projecting out of their mouth and it just it, it infuses into their words and this and the tone of their voice and then if you receive it in this way in the same, and if you're on that kind of similar wavelength, it'll really hit you. And I think that's that's like a really important 
factor in determining well, what's my favorite song, what's my favorite this one. And I have a hard time choosing individual favorites notoriously, and I have always have, and I don't think that'll ever change. Maybe as I get older, that tends to be a, a trend amongst people that the more older people get, the less open-minded they are to music, but I believe uh, certain practices of certain, uh, you know, practices could, could keep that from happening. Um, but, uh, yeah, so I, I thought I was thinking about that. I thought that was an interesting subject. This won't be a super long episode, um, because this is pretty much all I want to talk about, and I have nobody else. To, I, I guess we can bring in chat GPT here and, and see what uh, she says about my thoughts, and maybe she can give me some insights. But I'm trying to think if there's anything else that... Uh, I mean, I, uh, if I if only I had the, the... When they get the technology to just transcribe all your thoughts, when you can... Like, all right, I'm thinking really hard right now. Uh, hey... I'm not going to say it so my phone doesn't bug out. Start transcribing my thoughts. Okay. And then you just go on a thinking tirade, which I do all the time. And then instead of having to write it down, you can just think and then go back and like, oh yeah, here's your th the here's you thinking uh, your exact thoughts about all these things. That'd be great because I have a lot of those. Um, so I'm trying to, th there's definitely like a lot of other things that went along with that. The, um, and I never, I didn't write them down because I didn't expect to do this and it's just on a whim. But, um, yeah, the, the I, I guess I, I covered mostly the emotional connection and then the, yeah, the degree of impression is just like, I mean, that alone can, can make it a favorite because... If you, it's all relative. If if you haven't seen it or heard it done before, it's it's impressive. So you're drawn to it. But when they combine the emotional connection, resonance, and the impressiveness, that's when you really get a, a super fan. When somebody feels both of the, can can sense both of those things. And uh, yeah, the the it's. Well, it's interesting to note the degree of impression is definitely relative because if you've if you've literally taken the time to listen to like every piece of music any person of note has ever put out or not of note there's little things you're going to be impressed by because unless you're constantly listening to new things and you've ever heard everything yeah the the, the the amount of impression is gonna the bar is gonna be raised more and more so that's completely relative but the emotional connection thing is that's why I feel like it's more important it's it's it holds more weight because there's nothing uh, there's some kind of relativity but it's not really it, it can it's it's constantly changing not from the object as the impression can be, like people can get better and more intricate and innovative with flows and stuff, but your own emotions will change from day to day, hour to hour, month to month, yada yada, depending on your what's going on in your life. And then that can, you can go back, listen to, listen to something from the 60s and connect to it way more than you could to something now and then vice versa. 
So, uh, yeah, I think that's the, the two very interesting uh, topics that that go the two the two most what I'll call the main metrics of what makes somebody somebody is what makes a song or a band or whatever somebody's favorite is that the level of impression and uh, the emotional connection level of impression may be more toward a musician's perspective because I guess most non if you're not a musical person whatsoever but you're just a consumer of music most people there's not many people that aren't consumers of music but a lot of I don't know I'd wonder if maybe 50 percent it's probably growing by now because a lot of people are grabbing onto music since it's so accessible to make but most I I would wager at least half of the people that are music consumers aren't musically inclined or music or musically doing some kind of musical endeavor themselves. So they're they're usually impressed by default if it sounds good because they they don't have any uh, perspective of trying it. So they're just like, whoa, you can do that. That's cool. I can't. Um. So yeah, that that emotional connection, I think it's just the most important. That's why I always say at the beginning of my firm faves and the all those recaps, this is all based on my uh, degree of impression, emotional resonance, taste. Uh, that's another thing I didn't really think of, but but taste kind of goes into actually it is kind of a third. It's just, but it, it's yeah, I, I guess that it, it's like, it's like a whatever uh, I don't know if genetics would play into it necessarily but it's environment how you were brought up and what you're used to hearing but then again I like hearing things that I've never heard before so yeah I got there maybe taste maybe I need to work that theory out a little more add the third aspect the personal taste what is taste how does that develop like, why do you like a specific thing more than the other based on its sound profile? I don't really think about that as much as I did just now. Very interesting. Well, uh, we're nearing 20 minutes here. I'm going to, so I'm going to talk, I'm going to ask Podcast Pal, um, I'm going to kind of give it the overview and see what it says about, see if it like validates my, uh, <laughs> my ideas here. Hi, Podcast Pal. I was just talking about the two, what I think are the fundamental metrics by which you measure what your your favorite music is, and that is degree of impression and emotional connection. How do you feel about that conclusion? Hey there. I think you're onto something pretty cool with those metrics for measuring your favorite music. The degree of impression and emotional connection really do seem like fundamental aspects when it comes to enjoying music. The degree of impression can be all about how a piece of music leaves a mark on you, right? It could be the way a melody hooks into your brain, or how a particular rhythm just makes you want to move. It's that unforgettable aspect of music that makes a song or piece stand out among the rest. On the flip side, emotional connection dives deep into how music resonates with your feelings and experiences. It's like when a song perfectly captures what you're going through, or brings back vivid memories, making it incredibly special and meaningful to you. Both of these aspects create a rich tapestry of personal musical preferences and experiences. 
They show how music isn't just about sound, it's about the stories, feelings, and memories we attach to those sounds. What do you think? Do these metrics resonate with how you connect with your favorite tunes? Oh, I can't wait till this, uh, they can get the, the technology up to where I feel like I'm talking to a real person. But, so, it kind of, it kind of took degree, so, yeah, impression, degree of impression, like, the impression it leaves upon you, that's not, the semantics there are a little confusing. What I mean by degree of impression is, like, if you're uh, surprised or yeah, impressed, that's just what we say, to buy something that you, that that makes you, it's like a wow factor kind of thing. That she, she was interpreting it more of like just how it sinks into you. And then, but then captures the emotional connection part. Well, so I don't want to clarify that because I don't want this to go on too much longer. But I do want to ask about the taste. That's what I'm really interested in. Because I just discovered this as right here on the podcast about my third metric that I'm inventing. I'm going to ask it the question here. Let's see. I have a third potential metric, and I'm not sure how to explain it, and that is personal taste. Where do you think musical taste comes from, as in particular sounds that you like to hear, chord progressions, things like that? Is it environmental, or is it in your genetics? Ah, personal taste in music. That's a fascinating and complex dimension. When it comes to where our musical preferences stem from, it's like a dance between nature and nurture, with both genetic and environmental factors playing their parts. On the genetic side, there's some evidence suggesting that our basic predispositions towards certain types of sounds or music could be influenced by genetics. This might include a natural inclination towards rhythm or a sensitivity to certain frequencies that can make some types of music more appealing than others. However, the environmental influences are huge. Cultural background, the music you were exposed to growing up, the social groups you're part of, and even personal experiences can deeply shape your musical taste. For example, a chord progression might remind you of a significant event in your life, or a particular instrument's sound could be tied to your cultural heritage, making those elements more appealing to you. Personal taste can also evolve over time as you're exposed to new sounds, genres, and experiences. It's like your musical palette expands and changes as you explore and interact with the world around you. In a way, musical taste is like a personal soundtrack that's continuously being written by the interplay of your genetic makeup and the rich tapestry of your life experiences. What do you think? Do you see your musical preferences as a reflection of your environment, your genetics, or a mix of both? It's a mix of both. Um, I'm not going to ask any more questions, but uh, yeah, it basically that just summed up my uh, what I was pondering on there, just expounded upon it. But yeah, I mean, that's definitely the third, the, the musical taste factor is certainly uh, something I should incorporate into my theory. But uh, it, yeah, it's getting, it's getting late. This is kind of a last minute thing, but I hope you enjoyed listening as I develop this theory of musical attraction. And uh, I want to make like a proper YouTube video about this at some point, but for now, it's in podcast form, open open, solo discussion. And uh, next week, hope, hopefully, uh, I think I'll be able to get with uh, Rockstar Life and do a duo episode again. Either way, have a good one. 
See you next time. Hit the like button, comment, rate, and review. And if if you're still listening to me talk, thank you so much. Bless your soul in the heavens and on earth. In Jesus' name, amen. Uh, Praise Allah. Yeshua.